Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley. Hello, hello, darling. How are you? I am great. It is cancer season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. My birthday is next week, sis. You know, Indeed. I am living it up. How about yourself? How are you? Well, first of all, what plans do you have for your birthday before we get to me? Don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> is this a secret? <laughs> Something you can't share with you and Dave getting into this year? <laughs> I mean, no. Um, because I don't have anything officially planned. That's why I'm like, <laughs> no. Okay, so I have a massage scheduled. Mm-hmm. And my honey made reservations at a really nice restaurant. So I'm super, super excited to be very bougie. <laughs> and we you were know, just talking about all of our bougie-ness before we started recording today, guys. We're kindred absolutely. spirits. <laughs> absolutely. And on top of that, like every black person in America, I celebrate my birthday the entire month. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I'm seeing Beyonce in Chicago. So yes. what's your date again? Give me give me your date. The 23rd. The 23rd, girl. You might have a little gift on the way from me. So just be on the lookout. Oh, yeah. Just but be on the lookout. You know what song is going to be on rotation? Comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm just so excited. Like, you know, again, it's a blessing to age and live this life. So Absolutely. God is good. Absolutely. Only getting better. That part. In all ways. Only Preach. getting better better but now i'm good i cannot complain speaking of massages i just had a massage earlier today so i am feeling good relaxed i needed a little self-care after being on my feet forever i was telling my massage therapist i said listen the feet need some love today girl i can only imagine (laughs) they're still recovering poor things but you know what i have to give a shout out to my girl diana who i worked with we were on the same team she i was telling her i was like i don't know if i can do this another year she was like you say that now but once you have some distance from me you're going to be excited and I'm already excited to do it again. Like, I'm Love like, you that. know what? I, I'm going I'm to have to go back because I had a really good time. I, shout out again to the ABFF folks. Love y'all. See some of y'all living y'all best lives going to the BET Awards too. Call me next year, okay? It's none but a flight. <laughs> that part, that part. Oh, very nice. Super exciting. All right, Ashley. Let's go ahead and get into a few of these headlines. I am looking at Essence.com. Five months after having their third child, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen welcomed their fourth via surrogate. This is hot off the presses, Ashley. As you know, Chrissy 
gave birth to their third child in January, Etsy, and we have little Rin, Alexander Stevens. Chrissy took the time to explain their journey. She went into detail, you know, stating that she always had a dream of having four children. And after the loss of Jack, which was so sad, they tried surrogacy and she tried to carry the third child, which was successful. Now they have little Rin. And I love that this baby's birthday is, was born on Juneteenth, <laughs> which is iconic considering how, you know, John Legend's, you know, social work is legendary, <laughs> pun intended. So, <laughs> Good one. How sweet is this, Ashley? I love to see it. I thought the whole commentary she gave about always playing with four dolls, wanting to have whatever the little thing was that had four babies in it. I'm like, being a celebrity must be so weird because you it's not like you have to justify why you have exactly. another child. But I guess people, you know, like to know this level of detail about their favorites out here on these internet. So I thought it was super sweet. I love the picture of the with all the kids because the two oldest are getting yes, big they are oh uh, yeah kids grow up so fast goodness gracious oh, but yeah congratulations so what a beautiful family i i like them a lot always have so i'm hopeful that this you know they're continue continuing to be able to mend emotionally from you know, what they went through, unfortunately, with the loss of their son, which to your point was so heartbreaking. Like I remember seeing those images and stuff and I was like, oh my goodness. Yes. Um, but I hope that, you know, again, this brings them happiness. And I love Chrissy shout out to the surrogate and the old to the surrogate with the yes. middle name. And cause that's a very special relationship. It seems like Absolutely. you would have so uh, definitely appreciate that that was very thoughtful but just overall congratulations to them you know john legend will always have a special place in my heart as an ohioan so first of all john legend oh love him love him his first album oh, everything and he's a friend of the pod so shout out to him our next headline ashley i'm looking at variety will of fortune Ryan Seacrest takes over as host after Pat Sajak retires. Girl, talk about keep a job. <laughs> right? <laughs> Literally, Pat Sajak announces retirement after 41 seasons. And there were rumors immediately saying that Ryan Seacrest was the lead or the first candidate that the producers were looking at other people who were potentially up for the job was the one and only Whoopi Goldberg who actually stated on the view that she wanted this job mm. as well as the legendary co-host Vanna White who has filled in for Say Jack a couple of times in his absence. So Ryan, in a long ass statement, also uh, decided to say that one of his first jobs was a little game show called Click. And it's also interesting 
because this is his resume so far, especially his high profile jobs. He has taken over America's Top 40 from Casey Kasem. He has the New Year's Rock and Eve. Um, he got that from the legendary Dick Clark. Exactly. And now he's stepping into very huge shoes for Will of Fortune. Lest what? you forget that he stepped in for live with I was getting to that too yeah because in his exit interview from there he talked about it's okay to close a chapter and look forward to a new one and what's next is probably going to be something that you didn't see coming and in the final line of this particular article it says and that next chapter will include spinning the final wheel Ashley are you gonna watch that's an interesting question. I'm pausing because it's an interesting question <laughs> because I'm not a regular Wheel of Fortune watcher. Like I catch it on occasion, but I will obviously, as I always am, when you're passing the baton from something that's so legendary, be curious to see how the next folks fare. I mean, we've now seen this with Jeopardy. We've seen it with Price is Right. Price is Right was a huge one for me. Because I grew up watching Bob Barker with my grandma. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely curious. I will say when I first saw the news, I was as disappointed as I was when it was announced that he was the host with Kelly on live with Kelly and Ryan because it just has always seemed like when I see a Ryan Seacrest announcement it's like well y'all went with the safest choice possible like Ryan's a sure thing yeah right he is seasoned my guy is seasoned in the hosting game but what I will not do this time is underestimate Ryan because I remember when it was announced with Kelly, I was like, that's so vanilla. They're going to be so boring together. After I love that Ryan. search too, because they had a thorough search and he just waltzed right in. Yeah, they had the string of different co-hosts. Some people had really great yes. chemistry with Kelly. You could see yep. it in the cards, but I was very impressed with their dynamic. Like I really enjoyed Ryan on that show. So mm. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let this play out and see what happens. Now you mentioned Vanna saying she wanted to step up to that role. I didn't hear that or know that. So now I'm like, they were saying there's a possibility. Was she snubbed? I feel like, but, but it's they hard. give her a chance though. It's, it's hard though, because Vanna White is Vanna White. Like she's already so integral in the history of that show as doing what she does. So to get her to move over to the host, I couldn't see the network doing that. But that is probably a, a bit of a snub. Now, Whoopi knows she ain't got time in her schedule to be hosting two different regular shows. Like, Whoopi, you also an actress. You're a comedian. You you show up to regular things in Hollywood. Like, you ain't got She's an time. author. She's a businesswoman. Yeah. You ain't got Yeah. He has six jobs, Ashley. Idol, On Air with Ryan Seacrest, American Top 40, New Year's Rockin' Eve and his morning show for LA Kiss FM. This is why he looked like he almost had a mini stroke that one time on TV. He needs to get some <sighs> sleep. He needs to relax. I don't know when he gets downtime. Like Ryan, I mean, I know Ryan is very wealthy at this point, so it's not like he needs these checks, but I guess it doesn't hurt. I guess it doesn't hurt. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. And just think about the the 
legacy that he's going to have now on television that is what i'm going to say like we are witnessing history at this rate because his run is legendary it's crazy again i've listed three iconic shows that he has replaced and continues to do on a regular basis is ryan even in his 50s yet i don't think so my guy still has some some runway I mean, I'm like, is he going to be the new Regis? You know, (laughs) let's see if he's in his fifties is, is early 48 years old. Yeah. My guy still has a lot of runway. (laughs) He started young though. I know he was, he had the blind tips and everything. Yes. (laughs) He was in his boy band era. (laughs) He started very young. I love it. I love it. And he's been in the business for like, what, 20 some years? Yeah, Goodness that's what I'm gracious. saying. He's seasoned. Like when you see Ryan, you're like, oh, I mean, y'all ain't even want to gamble. Like y'all ain't even want to play the game. He had a whole game. network. He had e-news on lock for years. Let's not forget he's still making money off the Kardashians. Like that's the gift that keeps <sighs> on giving to Ryan right there. So I'm saying it ain't like he needs the checks. At this point, he's just playing the game. That part. Wowzer. All right. Well, congrats, Ryan. I don't know if you need that for me. <laughs> <laughs> From us, my guy up top, <laughs> up top at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it, it's going to be great. Okay. Let's go to go on to our next headline. All right, Ashley, I don't really have an official, but I just want to talk about the mind blowing marketing budget for this upcoming movie barbie this gentleman on twitter he said the devil works hard but barbie's marketing team is insane and he goes on to list a multitude of promo and i just want to know what's been your favorite so let me start with mine of course it's the airbnb malibu barbie (laughs) house okay what and that's their speak they're speaking to the right audience on that because i would absolutely go stay at a themed airbnb they had kin letters floating in the pool you can spot this pink house in hollywood in malibu hills from a mile away let me just run it down they have barbie's dream car corvette yes it looks realistic like driving game i should say they also have a hotel decked down in barbie theme aldo shoes you can get the cute platform heels progressive ruggable has a barbie collection this is master marketing pinkberry has a flavor for barbie and then of course opi i just this is First of all, I'm loving all of this personally. (laughs) Do not get it twisted, okay? There's pink luggage. There's clothes. It's. I think the progressive commercial took the cake before the mansion for me. How about you? This is all news to me because I have not kept up with everything but from the sounds of it this is master marketing every time I see the cast and I see new photos new images I'm like y'all already know y'all have a hit on y'all hands because like this is an American staple 
that's finally being made into a big budget blockbuster feature with some of our faves. I mean, you got Ryan Gosling, you got Issa Rae, you got Margot Robbie, you got Simu Liu, you got Dua Lipa, you got, I mean, all sorts of people in this cast. Like, this is going to be a hit. And I guarantee you, Mattel is throwing in on that budget because they like y'all helping us sell Barbies to every new little girl in America and listen, beyond. Listen. Like Barbie has already has always been an institution, but this is helping the next generation it's fall back in love with Barbie. Exactly. And renewing those trademark rights. <laughs> Seriously, that's why I said Mattel's like, listen, let me go ahead and throw y'all some coins. Like, why do y'all think Disney is doing these live action movies? It's to retain all the rights to the stories for another x amount of years so yeah i'm super I, excited and and i'm grown so <laughs> listen it's the small things in life right and like it's just so irreverent like i just love it love it so much i mean they're on the freaking cover of time magazine ironically they're not wearing pink i am surprised by that yeah, I saw something um, where they were like, the only person who dressed in pink for some photo shoot was Margot. Everybody else was not, didn't get the pink memo. Somebody was like, I need for them to step it up by the time the premiere comes because <laughs> they looked kind of frumpy. For this to be Barbie, <laughs> but who else is bringing not it frumpy. America, America Ferreira has been killing it so far on the press run right now too, so. Yeah, I guess I got to get me some Barbie merch to go sit and watch this in theaters that's what y'all are telling me so i don't know but i've just been blown away by this this marketing it's so hilarious to me and i'm here for it all right so girl this is insane again courtesy of the internet uh pink who is always on tour let's not get that twisted flying (laughs) through the air acrobat (laughs) style exactly during a during her song, Just Like a Pill, a fan decides to throw a bag of white powder on stage and confirms that it is their mother's ashes. Pink then said, I don't know how I feel about this. And continues to sing. She have, Since she has not made a statement on that particular incident but i just had to talk to you about this because what what are we doing ashley at least she ended up with a black eye like bb rexa recently i mean i guess i'll take ashes first of all that really pained me because i love bb rexa even if i didn't that is just uncalled for it was assault i mean he should have been arrested and charged and then she was on uh, line talking about she's okay with a black eye. I'm like, sis, it's okay to say you're not okay. okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. But it's just weird. I mean, people are odd. And I'm not sure. I mean, bringing your mother's ashes is one thing. You want to honor her. She was a big Pink fan. I get that. You can take a picture with Pink later and say, oh my God, my mom loves you. But what do you think she was going to do with your mother's ashes? I guess at least you bagged them and didn't just you know imagine the dust just flying up in pink space you're like what 
and it was somebody's ashes. You know what I'm saying? So at least there was respect. But <laughs> what did you expect Santa her to do? Such a weird thing. So what did you? Weird. What did you expect her to do? And, and did you hope to get them back? What if they? What if you didn't get them back? Exactly. What and if they had to stars. go through and check these ashes, make sure it's not, you know, I know we're out past stage of like anthrax, but I don't know what people throw up there. Coke. Awful. I, I think it was a bad idea. And I hope Pink is okay because that is borderline traumatic. <laughs> okay. Wowzers. Okay, let's go ahead and get into these hot topics. So it has been announced on Monday, June 26th. Hollywood Walk of Fame class of 2024 are so it's broken up in categories and I'm going to highlight the people that we love the great Chadwood Boseman Kevin Feige Gal Gadot Maggie Gyllenhaal Chris Pine Christina Ritchie Michelle Yeoh under the category of motion pictures for television we have Eugene Levy, Mario Lopez, we have Kim Jong, the great Shirley Ralph, Kerry Washington. Um, for recording, we have Tony Braxton, Brandy Norwood, Gwen Stefani, and Dr. Dre. And then for live theater, live performance, Joan Cusack and Otis Redding. And then for radio, we have Angie Martinez and sports entertainment, Billie Jean King. Again, I am highlighting people that I've loved and cared for for many, many years. Congrats to, to the entire class. What are your thoughts on this, this year's selection or 2024 selection? I'm always surprised by some people who don't yet have a star. Like I would have thought Brandy already had a star given mm. how beloved she was in the nineties. Um, but I also be wondering when are they going to run out of space? Like how much space is I almost there? I wonder if it's a year, but you know, I believe honorees are responsible for their spot. So they, they're honored with it, but they have to maintain it. So I'm almost wondering if, a star isn't maintained then it gets you know lifted. you kind of lose it yeah i don't know because looking at this and um googling a little bit i saw this article from the rap about the legendary celebrities who don't have a star and also like rejected a star and i didn't know that you have to pay a fifty thousand dollar fee for yeah. the ceremony and so like and and then you have to show up in person and da 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 but like Julia Roberts has rejected a star. Clint Eastwood has rejected a star. <laughs> Prince rejected a star. What I'm not going to do is spend $50,000. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen apparently. I know Ooh. Bruce. So Bruce Springsteen accepted, but then never showed up. So that's why he doesn't have a star. Because again, wow. you have to actually show up. Other people who that also happened to was Denzel. George Clooney, Al Pacino, <gasps> girl. And you know, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie don't even have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So it's just like... Beyonce probably don't got one either. No, it's just like to hear about certain celebrities of like that caliber that you just, again, always assume, assume. would have stars on the Walk of Fame. It's, it's just interesting. Because I would have thought, especially those like Hollywood, like big time stars. Yeah, like so. in the stratosphere, right? Like, yep. yeah. 
interesting. Well, I appreciate that take because that is very insightful. So, well, congrats to the class. Um, oh, I'm sorry. One more. Will Smith does not have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know, I'm not surprised by that after you told me all the <laughs> all of his peers. So, yeah. and Jim Carrey. He Doesn't probably is not going to get one or invited for one oh, in a, no. for a while. Maybe after the 10-year band is up. Yeah, even your boo, Robert De Niro, no star. So what are you going to do? <laughs> not my boo! <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get to our next hot topic. Girl, I'm looking at Vulture. The Oscars can't speak to the greatness of angela bassett girl i have up that same exact article (laughs) (laughs) on the same day literally news came out that angela bassett will be awarded a governor's oscar this is usually uh, a ceremony done before the televised oscar and more recently, we talked to how Samuel Jackson and Danny Glover re- recently received their honorary Oscars, so to speak. I'm not gonna lie, my first impressions were like, mm, this seems kind of crusty to me. Mm-hmm. But then second thought, Ashley, I was like, well, what if Angela Bassett always spoke it into her, you know, universe, her existence that she was gonna get an Oscar? If she's going to appreciate this, then I'm happy for her. But I'm like, y'all could have just given her, not even given, she earned that Oscar this season. I mean, this article went in and said that they could have given it to her because Jamie Lee Curtis isn't even the third best performance from everything, everywhere, all at once. I was aye, like, aye, again, but Jamie Lee Green- Curtis is you know for the most part an ally and i'm not i'm not knocking her but i was not seeing it like give it to stephanie if you were going to give it to somebody from that freaking movie and i told you i agree with you so michelle yo won key one and what she what this article is saying what you're saying is that stephanie was the third best which this was a this was stephanie's platform stephanie acted her ass off in that film Period. She was the bad guy. <laughs> she acted her ass. And off. I was rooting for her. <laughs> but I always say what I think made Jamie Lee Curtis's role stand out is because most people have never seen Jamie Lee Curtis in a role like this. And so it was a stretch. It was interesting to see her play something different. But does that mean that she, this one role, trumps the body of work of Angela Bassett over all these years when she has been snubbed and should have already received an Oscar? No. So to your point, when I first saw this news, I said, y'all can kick rocks. Rocks. (laughs) Exactly. And to do it this quickly, right after? Y'all look guilty. Y'all look guilty as hell. Right after? The dust hasn't even settled and y'all like, okay, here's your Oscar. But she's a classy lady. And to your point, I'm sure if this was something that she had on her vision board and said, you know what, by the grace of God, I'm going to have an Oscar someday, then I'm so happy. But I also hope that she knows that this does not validate or take away from or prove love from us. 
that audience, that the audience loves and appreciates you without an Oscar. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well said, friend. All right, let's go into our final hot topic. Variety, Beyonce, SZA, Busta Rhymes, win big at painfully long BET awards. (laughs) It was three hours and 52 minutes long. What? Let's talk about some highlights. (laughs) Migos performed. Quavo and Offset had a surprise reunion to pay tribute to the late takeoff. That was that was touching for me. And Busta Rhymes won the Lifetime Achievement Award. And they said deliver a long and deeply moving speech about his own career and his mentors. Some noted winners of the actual awards. We have Album of the Year tied between SZA and Beyonce. That actually kind of tickled me (laughs) a little bit. You know, best female R&B pop artist, SZA. There's another tie for best male R&B pop artist between Chris Brown and Usher. Best new artist, Coco Jones. I love that. Love that for her. I See You is my song. She's so good. I'm just so proud of her. Uh, Best male hip-hop artist, Kendrick Lamar. Best female hip-hop artist, Lotto. I was a little surprised by that. But you know what I love is I love the variety we have in this category these days. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. From Lotto to our girl, The Stallion, Cardi. We have we have options. I spice girl. I'm trying not to acknowledge her, but <laughs> um, I was surprised by video director of the year going to Tiana. Um, what's this Spike Tay? Taylor? What is this? Who is this? I don't I don't know, but I love I love her. She's so good. She's so talented. I was just talking to somebody about her the other day. It's like I know that she hasn't gotten the love that she deserves as an artist, but create her creativity and her ability to use different avenues is just super important. And she's thriving in them. She's out here choreographing these new artists, you know, video videos and live performances. And isn't she somebody's like creative director now? Uh, she was working with Summer Walker. Yeah, I think uh, it may be also, summer. She was working with Lotto too. So I'm I'm super proud of her. And plus her and Fashion Week also has been wonderful. It's still so funny that we got introduced to her on my super sweet 16. Like I cannot Girl, forget that. Her being Barbie. Uh, ahead of her time. Visionary. Uh, <laughs> Best movie, Black Panther Forever. Best actress, the Angela Bassett did the thing. Best actor, Denson Idris, even though we are pleading the blood of Jesus over that man. And <laughs> you your voice, that? your voice just got garbled too, because that was ooh, had to be spoken, I guess. Your voice <laughs> garbled in the mic. But, oh. ooh, yes, it did. Yes, it did. Ooh, that's a little ooh. We're some sage and some, 
Sportsman of the Year, Julian Hertz. Um, Best International Ag, Burna Boy, just to name a few. I don't, I'm not getting into everything, but Ashley, did you watch this year? And two, what were some takeaways for you? I did not watch this. I didn't even know about this until my brother texted me. I did not, did not know the date or the time. I was up at a rooftop <laughs> bar having some cocktails, living life. So I was like, oh, I'm going to catch the replay. And I still haven't watched it. But I, I heard about the mess. I didn't even hear about who won. I heard about uh, JT throwing the phone at Uzi. And I heard about... You know, messiness. Yes, LaBelle. Patty forgetting the lyrics. Yes, Turner. Yes, tribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the stuff I heard about. I saw the mess, so I had to go on and look and see who actually won awards. <laughs> I was like, what actually happened that night? But I mean, I probably eventually watched the awards, and I'm just, I think I'm out of the era of like really needing to watch a lot of these even my faves don't even show up to this ish no more so that's how i know i'm like aging out of the system that famous tommy davison quote from the breakfast club that i love on the internet who are these negroes (laughs) every time i don't even when i tell y'all i don't even be knowing who artists are when i hear their song and then i see it like an award show and i'll be like oh that's who that person is like that's the era of life we're now in like i think they say like by like 34 or 35 you stop taking on like new music now it's not to say i'm not gonna take on new music i love music i still like to listen to new artists but i just think my favorites are solidified and i just don't have the bandwidth necessarily to always be knowing oh this person had this one song that came out because are you going to stay around like are you going to have longevity well, we also have to realize that the music industry is so different now. When we were growing up, there we were force-fed our artists, right? <laughs> Granted, they also there was a um, higher cost of entry, right? Yeah, there was. A, it's a machine. It was a machine. Yes, and so they were trained, <laughs> and they, you know, were released and and pushed. Now there's so many ways of entering this space. It's like, are you popular from TikTok? Are you popular from YouTube? Are you, you know what I mean? So, and these, I'm sorry. I know again, I'm aged out because when I've had younger people than me talk to me about, oh, you don't know this person, they're uh, uh, Instagram, you know, influencer and stuff I don't know influencers I don't do influencers if you're not somebody who I've seen super popular major publication I don't know you I don't know you you. know I'm glad that you say that because somebody was on on social media and I hate when black people do this like they automatically complain about certain things and obviously we know BET could use some tender love and care in terms of obviously the length and the production of this freaking show but he was like, I need for y'all to invite actual stars and have a dress code because y'all look a mess. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that tickled me. But to be fair, it's like, I don't think Beyonce's going to ever show up again. I don't think Will Smith is going to show up. I don't think. And he would be invited. And uh, you understand what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, that's I don't what think Riri's going to show up. And Riri's one of the most down-to-earth megastars we got. I don't think she's stepping up in there. 
I've aged out of this game. I've, I really have. But now you, you're talking about the fact that it used to be such a machine made me think. I wonder if this new iteration and as we move forward is going to look back at our time as like the way we look back at old Hollywood when they were under contract by studios. You Girl, know what I'm saying? Like Right, for like five films. It was like the golden <laughs> era of Hollywood to us. Yeah. The, the way it's talked about, but they yes. were slaves to that system. They were and so I wonder, trapped. Yeah, they were trapped and they were, you know, just essentially underpaid, overworked, unless you were the mega, 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 mega stars. And even then you the still Elizabeth again, Taylors, yeah, right. you were still beholden to your contracts. So I wonder if that's how people in the future are going to look at the era of time we're talking about. It's like, oh yeah, you may have had great artists, but they were slaves to their label essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thought. Very, very, very. All right, Ashley. So what are we recapping for next week? So we are recapping a Jenny Han series that I may have mentioned Yay. as a hidden gem at one point, And that is Exo Kitty. It was released on Netflix back in May. 10 half hour episodes. It has already been officially renewed for a second season. Which is a big deal. So the people are loving it. Netflix likes to ax these shows. Yeah, they do, but they know Jenny Han is a proven yes, vehicle for them. She with is. the All the Boys I Love Before trilogy and now with XO Kitty, which is not based on a book. You know, this was an original no. series for her. Yes. Um, which was, I'm sure, very exciting for her creatively. Absolutely. Um, but I'm excited to get into this, Delora. We got some questions. We got some some things to discuss in old Kitty's little love life because Kitty was busy. <laughs> very very she busy. had a lot going on <laughs> that she did and i want to go ahead and remind the people that our queen charlotte recap is out too because if y'all have not listened to it that was it was a good chat i really enjoyed that good. chat i did too and i'm not even being biased like <laughs> I mean, it was a good show. Good shows lend themselves. We have great shows. Exactly. So check that out too. And go back, go back and listen to our All the Boys I Love Before recap as well. Because we recapped that, I think, last year. All three. Yeah. I think think in our first year, Ashley, I think it's like 2021. Okay. Well, yeah. Go back and listen to that too. So y'all are ready to dive into the world of XO Kitty. So we appreciate y'all. Be sure to share this episode with everyone you love, like, or indifferent about. Doesn't matter. We appreciate Get the word y'all. out, please. <laughs> we appreciate y'all so much. We'll see you next time. Be blessed. Bye.